Hey, what is up, guys? This is Matthew Stewart with another edition of Thinking Out Loud. I hope you guys are doing well. So, um, I was putting on my Facebook today um, that I wanted to do um, a podcast on a certain topic today. That of the, really, the media's battle uh, with John MacArthur of Grace to You. And this has been an ongoing thing. Now, as of probably last week or a couple of weeks ago, I first heard of the um, John MacArthur controversy, um, you know, concerning um, Julie Royce and the um, article that she put out uh, concerning Eileen, Eileen Gray, and what all happened to her. This was in the early 2000s. Anyway, um, you know, long short short, and I want to credit Bruce Law and KD with this. Uh, he's on Facebook. Um, I don't agree with everything, uh, his viewpoints, but this is where kind of I learned about the case a little bit. Uh, so apparently this, during the early 2000s, uh, David Gray, who was Eileen's husband, um, it was reported that he was allegedly abusing his children, and Eileen issued a protective order against him and went to the elders of Grace to You for help. And so they offered her biblical counseling, and they encouraged that she would reconcile with her husband, whom they claimed was repentant of what he had done. Anyway, after she um, publicly, after she refused to reconcile with him, uh, she was publicly rebuked and excommunicated from the church by MacArthur. And so Julie Royce, Julie Roy, Royce, sorry, um, she's been um, a big name in, in the last couple of weeks or longer about this. A lot of defendants of John MacArthur have uh, publicly demonized her, called her a leftist and uh, a feminist, you know, whatever you may, uh, while she herself claims that she is a conservative and for conservative values. Um, just a little bit of a backstory uh, from what she said. She was the one who opened the floodgates on the reports of sexual misconduct in Ravi Zacharias's ministry. So this is Julie Royce, and um, her name is becoming more prominent among evangelicals, especially um, uh, among those of uh, that follow, you know, MacArthur uh, at his defense. And so I'm just learning more about this as I go along. Uh, what I will say, and I read um, a statement that Grace to you made about the whole subject. Um, you know, they, they said that this was something that, you know, um, Royce brought up recently when this occurred in the early 2000s, I do believe. Um, also, I apologize, you know, what was said in, in counseling sessions was supposed to be confidential. And so it, it was not supposed to be leaked out. Now, there are situations where 
people need to know, other people need to know in order to help others that are in dangerous situations, such as abusive relationships. Um, but yes, in, in counseling sessions, if they make it clear that it's supposed to be confidential, then it's supposed to be confidential. Uh, but anyway, I digress. Um, he's, he's not, John MacArthur is not a stranger to controversy, especially with the media. The reason being is that he preaches the word as it is to the best of his ability. He doesn't sugarcoat it. He doesn't filter it. Um, you know, none of the smoke, some smoke and mirrors, no gimmicks, none of that. To the best of his ability, his God-given ability, he preaches the word faithfully and has been doing so for years, among years, um, decades. And so this is only something recent, uh, but we can also bring up, um, you know, just in 2020, um, he, he was he refused to close Grace Youth doors in California during the quarantine. Uh, you know, you had the Strange Fire Conference in 2014, which was a stance against, uh, you know, the charismatic and Pentecostal church and uh, some of the fruits of that, which I, I did agree with him on some points of the Strange Fire Conference. I found it um, interesting, but also sad, too. Um, but it, it did. It served as a warning. Um, also, you know, no matter where he is publicly, it doesn't matter if it's on Larry King or whatever. When he gets to the point where it's black and white, he has to answer a question biblically, he does so. And he is a great apologist of the faith. He does not back down from the word of God. And I respect him for that. I absolutely do. We need more men like that that are going to stand for the word of God um, among a generation that's in, of the church that's becoming more progressive, more lenient, uh, more opposed to God's word, um, and, and that moves by feeling rather than by truth. In this generation, I feel like feelings dictate truth for people. And you're headed for disaster when you look at it that way. For us as Christians, the Word of God is our guide for truth. It is our source of truth. And the whole issue, I truly believe why SBC, the SBC is in a wreck, why the UMC is in a wreck, um, and there's offshoots of that, is because people are opposing the Word of God without outright saying it. They're saying, I know this is, they're saying, I know this is what it says, but what it really means, well, God will forgive me for doing this. You, you can't play that way with God. There, it's, it's so frustrating to me because the word of God is to be our source for worship of God, for the family unit. For everything else. All things that pertain to life are supposed to be subject to the Word of God. Subject are supposed to be subject to Christ in our lives and obedience to Him. What does the Word of God say 
about a certain manner. What does the word of God say marriage is? What does the word of God say, you know, murder is? And we we could go on and on. What does the word of God say about pastoral roles? Who can be an overseer and who cannot? So we, we can go on and on about this, but that's not what I'm wanting to do. What I'm saying is John MacArthur is, you know, carrying his cross. He he has been truthful to the best of his ability. Um, has he always come across the right way? Has he come across rude to some people? Uh, absolutely he has. Do I think it was intentionally? No, I don't. Um, I don't know when... We're all human. We all fail. We all fall short. But I do believe, and I, he is standing for the word of God and the purity of it. Um, and I appreciate him for that. I truly do. Now, there are some people that go to the extremes with John MacArthur on his bandwagon. I was just on a comment thread today. And there was this woman that said, if you criticize John MacArthur, you're criticizing God. I just, yeah, I said that. Uh, she said that. Uh, I'm not going to say names or anything like that. But, I mean, that's the degree the loyalty is to him from some people sometimes. And sometimes we just need to take a step back and realize, hey, this man is a human being. He has flaws. Um, I think sometimes people put far too much trust and faith in those speaking the word of God rather than the word of God, rather than in God. And uh, that, that's just how it seems to me. We as people like to get behind individuals, especially if they exude confidence or are charismatic. I mean, just look at the church. I mean, let's be real. Here in America, evangelicals go after those that display great confidence. They go after those that display great charisma. Charisma. Um, it's not only John MacArthur either. It's uh, Donald Trump. Um, so much of his misgivings were looked past. Because what he said, whether right or wrong, truth or lies, he confidently said it. He could come across as a complete bully and a jerk, and people would completely support him and have us back. And you better not say anything about our guy. That's what I got. That's what I experienced and observed. Um, but anyway... Getting back to um, the theme of the case itself, um, it it was absolutely wrong what David Gray did to his children. I want you to hear me say that. It's absolutely wrong and reprehensible, irreprehensible what David Gray did to his children. It, it was evil. It was sinful. And it is my hopes that he did repent. Now, you know, concerning what the Bible says about divorce, um, from what Jesus told the Pharisees, 
Because the Pharisees, you know, brought up, well, God said that we can divorce our wives if we give them a letter um, of divorce. And what did Jesus say? He said, he allowed this because of the hardness of your hearts. Because of the hardness of your hearts. And so it goes on to say that the only grounds for divorce is marital unfaithfulness, adultery. That's the, that's the only grounds. Um, does God, uh, and, and some people ask, well, does God approve of spousal abuse then? Absolutely not. That is not at all how God intended the family unit to be. God intended the family unit to be, and I might catch heat for this, I don't care. Um, Christ is above the husband, and there's scriptures regarding this. The husband is above the wife, and they are above the children, and they leave the children. That's supposed to be the pecking order. Christ, husband, wife, children. And um, you can argue all day that things have changed now in this culture, but the scriptures have not changed. Uh, God's design for the family unit has not changed period. And so it it is it's my prayer that he truly did repent of what he did that you know he was confessional about it and that he's in right standing with God now. God is willing to forgive us of just about any sin except the blasphemy against the Holy Spirit. But we have to acknowledge our sin. We have to acknowledge our wrongs. We have to acknowledge what we've done and confess it. Apologize to the people that we've hurt. But if he truly was repentant, praise God. Um, but I will just say I, I can understand that how that's a hard um situation and a hard decision too because you do not want your children to go through that no child should have to go through that from their father absolutely not and so it's just a terrible tragedy that that happened i don't know why david gray did what he did it but it, it's my hopes that the repentance of his sins was genuine. And I hate that, you know, Eileen was hurt during this. I hate that she was looking for help and that she felt like that she was mistreated. I I hate that. I don't know why she was excommunicated just because she didn't want to go with the um, advice of the eldership. There's a lot to this I don't understand. Um, but that's just the background that I know of. But I know, and I've seen, you know, John MacArthur has gotten in the hot water with media over the years plenty of times because he's blatant about the truth. He's unfiltered. There's no gimmicks in what he does. He just brings the word, preaches it, rinse, lather, repeat. And he's done this for decades faithfully um so like him or not 
measure up what he says in his preaching with the word of God. If he's wrong, so be it. Um, you know, find a way to correct it. But if he's right and you're convicted, you know, because the Bible points out who we are, that's on your part <laughs> to acknowledge our sin, to acknowledge where we've fallen short, to acknowledge where we need to grow and to learn and to mature and to place that in the hands of God, desiring to be led by the Holy Spirit. You know, the Bible reads us. And sometimes that stirs up um, the nerves. It really does. And that's why, you know, people get stirred up sometimes when you do bring up the Word of God and it contradicts what they believe and what they think. And they get angry. I've experienced it myself when I've, you know, shared the Word. Someone got angry at me and I had to say, you're not angry at me, but you're angry at God's Word and opposed to that. You're not opposed to me. When I'm sharing it directly. But anyway, that's just my point of view. Um, John has been faithful in the preaching of the gospel and in, in this sacrament of the word for years, for decades. And he's always found himself in hot water with the media and the mainstream because he says things that are contrary to what the mainstream culture now says. So yeah, you're going to find um, pushback from the mainstream culture that is ungodly. But that's the cost of following Christ. That's the cost of telling the truth. That's the cost of preaching the word. And he realizes that. And he knows that. And he does it faithfully. As all men of God should. As all men and women of God should. Anyway... You guys have an awesome day. Thank you for tuning in to Thinking Out Loud.